Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. People found dead in a home in Maryland. I'm Nick Ainelli. A 13-year-old charged with attempted murder accused of shooting at a group of middle school students. Events in our area marking the anniversary of 9-11. I'm Matt Small. UMD rolls up on a busy day in college football and brace yourself. It's the first Sunday of the NFL season. Thanks for bringing us along. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. He automatically became king when his mother died. Now it is formal. To bless his majesty with long and happy years to reign over us. King Charles III was officially proclaimed Britain's monarch on Saturday. In a centuries-old tradition that marked the beginning of a new era. I'm deeply aware of this great inheritance and of the duties and heavy responsibilities of sovereignty. The king promised to follow the inspiring example set by Queen Elizabeth as he steps into the role that he prepared for all of his life. Correspondent Danya Bacchus, and in the midst of the royal transition... A stunned silence gave way to cheers after Prince William and Prince Harry walked out the gates of Windsor side by side with their wives Kate Middleton, the new Princess of Wales, and Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex reunited after their royal rift in recent years. This is a surprise. Prince William and Harry here together, putting aside their differences. Today, they are two brothers united again in grief. Correspondent Remy Innocencio outside Windsor Castle. There's now a Ukrainian counteroffensive against Russian troops in the area of a major eastern city, Kharkiv. Russia's defense ministry admits it is pulling back forces from there. We've seen pictures, we've seen footage of, of people in those areas have been uh, liberated by the Ukrainian forces, residents uh, out uh, in the streets uh, welcoming uh, Ukrainian soldiers uh, with kisses and hugs. So it is a massive uh, victory for the Ukrainians and could be a decisive turning point in this war. BBC News correspondent Hugo Bachega. Back here, the latest on the court battle involving materials taken from ex-President Trump's Florida estate. Here's correspondent Christina Ruffini. The judge, who's a Trump appointee, has agreed to name a neutral third party or special master to go over the evidence seized from that search and decide, among other things, if executive privilege applies to any of the documents. But Trump's legal team and the Department of Justice haven't yet agreed on who that special master should be. On the heels of that Supreme Court decision reversing a nearly 50-year federal guarantee of the right to abortion and the political fallout from it. Chief Justice John Roberts says people shouldn't question the Supreme Court's role because they disagree with its rulings. This at his first public appearance since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Allison Keyes, CBS News. There has been a very strong earthquake tonight in the South Pacific between Indonesia and Australia. The U.S. Geological Survey pegs it at magnitude 7.6. No confirmation yet of injuries. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by... Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 203 on Sunday morning. It is September 11, 2022. 72 in the nation's capital. Overnight showers down to the lower 60s.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. A Fairfax County man has been arrested in connection with a series of indecent exposures near the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Here's WTOP's Del Walters. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested Thursday, picked up on warrants from another state. Fairfax County and Herndon Police linking Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure. He's being held without bond. Fairfax County Police say they will provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Del Walters, WTOP News. Investigators in Maryland's Cecil County have identified the family of five found dead in their home. The bodies of 39-year-old Marcus Edward Milligan and 37-year-old Tara Davina Ricker Milligan and their three kids, ages 14, 11, and 8, were found on Friday. Due to the extensive crime scene, we requested the assistance of Maryland State Police. Cecil County Sheriff Scott Adams saying that a woman, a man, and three kids were found shot and killed in a home in Elk Mills near the Delaware border. Four schools in that area were placed on code yellow, which is a heightened state of awareness. Though he says investigators don't think there's a threat to the public, as for a motive, we are actively trying to find that motive, but right now we don't have that. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. It's 2.05. A 13-year-old faces a second-degree attempted murder charge after a shooting on Wednesday. Greenbelt police say the teen fired several rounds at a group of middle school boys walking home from school. None of the boys was hit. This happened near Springfield, or check that, Spring Hill Lane and Spring Hill Drive. Because of the suspect's age, the name not being released by authorities. Troubling new test scores out of Prince George's County. The numbers show most students are testing below grade level in math and English. Only 4% of K-12 students meeting expectations when it comes to math, but officials say that number comes with a caveat. That doesn't mean that only 4% of our kids are proficient in mathematics. That's just talking specifically for this assessment. That's how it's clustered. 4% of our kids scored over whatever the high cut score was for this particular assessment. So we have to be careful when we talk about 4% of our kids are on grade level or 4% of our kids are proficient because, again, we haven't taken that additional step of defining what that actually means. Doug Strader is Chief of Accountability for Prince George's County Schools. It's 2.06, and you did hear the date correctly. Today, Sunday, marks 21 years since the 9-11 terror attacks. Here in our area and throughout the country, people will gather to remember and to pay respects. WTOP's Matt Small with a preview. President Joe Biden delivers remarks at a 9 a.m. observance ceremony at the National 9-11 Pentagon Memorial to honor the 184 people killed there. Events begin when the sun rises at 640 with a large flag unfurling on the west side of the Pentagon. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti headlines an 846 a.m. service honoring law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty. It'll be at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial on East Street Northwest. And Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson will be among those speaking at a 10 a.m. remembrance ceremony at Market Square. Matt Small, WTOP News. Just ahead after traffic and weather, arrests in a Friday kidnapping in the district, and a new place for Hyattsville police to call home is coming. It is 2.07. In 1922, 100 years ago, the Rotary Club of Washington, D.C. formed a foundation to own and operate a bus for the purpose of giving recreation and health to the poor, needy, and disabled children and adults in the city. The wheels on that bus stopped turning long ago. 
but the foundation has continued its tradition of service to the local area with a variety of financial grants. And this year, the Rotary Foundation of Washington, D.C. will also reward a single Washington nonprofit with a larger grant as a statement of pride in its centennial of service and its commitment to a better future for our community. Applications are being accepted now for a special centennial grant of $100,000 for a project to help D.C. mothers, children, or education for an award in November. The D.C. Rotary Foundation looks forward to another century of service. To learn more about the D.C. Rotary Foundation and the special centennial grant, visit rotaryclubdc.org. That's rotaryclubdc.org. 208. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, and it's breaking all over right now for Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Something like that. We're hearing about a few incidents that are causing some uh, plenty of headaches out there. We'll start off with I-295. We got reports that all lanes were completely shut down in either direction on I-295 after the Suitland Parkway. Now, I don't see any delays there any longer, which would could mean one of two things. Either traffic has been led by or which is more likely traffic is currently being detoured more than likely onto the Suitland Parkway or onto South Capitol Street. Just depends. Now, if you're headed southbound, we heard over the scanners that all lanes were blocked as well. Here I am seeing delays, which tells me that if you are south of the Southeast-Southwest Freeway, the ramp that takes you from the Southeast-Southwest Freeway, then you will unfortunately be stuck there until they're able to m make things move along. Uh, stand by and follow any police direction there. Southbound, 395. The accident scene happened just before the Exit for Glebe Road. As of now, I'm watching the cameras, looks like only that single far uh, left shoulder slash lane is currently getting by. I say it like that because it seems like that far most left lane is quite crowded with both emergency vehicles and other cars kind of really forcing into each other right now. So uh, you do have a single lane of traffic getting by, though very, very slowly. The delays begin right at about the exit for 27. So be aware of that one if you're headed southbound on 395. Interloop of the Beltway looks good. So far, I'm not seeing any work zones that will cause you any headaches as you head uh, over towards 66 through Tyson's and up towards the American Legion Bridge. Nothing should be blocking your way. If you're headed westbound on 66 after Route 7, the work crew is along the left-hand side of the roadway. You should have a single right lane getting you by. Eastbound, you will find at least one or two work crews, one of which is there after 234, the Prince William Parkway, headed towards Sudley Road. Although I'm clipping through cameras here, I had it just in the distance. It may be the case that they picked that one up. I'll keep an eye on it and let you know here soon. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore, the Sunday morning forecast. Today highs climb into the upper 70s and they stop there patchy fog and showers likely for our sunday cloudy conditions when it's not raining rain expected to be on and off throughout the day and night monday's highs will be in the low to mid 80s we've got another chance at showers on monday as well tuesday improving conditions with high temperatures on tuesday in the low 80s mostly sunny skies for your tuesday Wednesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Starting to see some more showers starting to creep up the I-95 corridor through Spotsylvania County. It is 74 in Oxon Hill, 71 in Sterling, 74 at the Wharf in D.C. And it is all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long, de long Fence, Decks, Pavers, and Defenses. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 2-11, and two people from Texas are behind bars after a kidnapping in the district. Happened Friday afternoon in the 100 block of Michigan Avenue, Northeast. D.C. police say a man and a teen approached a woman and forced her into the car. Then they left the area. Virginia State Police later found that car in Wytheville, Virginia. All three were inside the car. The women had no apparent injuries. Police arrested 28-year-old Carlos Castillo and a 16-year-old boy, both from Houston, Texas. They'll both be extradited to D.C. to face charges. Police say the case appears to be domestic. It's a project years in the making, and now ground has finally been broken on a new public safety building for the city of Hyattsville. Here on Hamilton Street in Hyattsville, this faded brick building framed by white paint that's been peeling for ages is about to get gutted and turned into the Hyattsville Police Department's new headquarters. It's going to provide an arms and evidence processing space. Tracy Douglas is the city administrator here. And the redesign is going to allow the residents and those suspected of a crime or being arrested for a crime to access the building in, through different entries. In this profession, seconds matter. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Tower says moving away from their current building just off Route 1 will also help slash response times to some neighborhoods by more than half. Centralizes us in the city. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 2-12 and Fairfax County bow hunters are taking to tree stands in parks as the season opens on white-tailed deer. Qualified and licensed archers are the primary deer management tool used in Fairfax County. From Akatink Stream Valley Park to Tamarack Park, the bow hunters have until February 18th to hunt deer in areas where firearms use is restricted or prohibited. The hunting is closely monitored by the police department with help from the park authorities. The county says bow hunting is a safe and effective way to control the deer population on public lands. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Just ahead on WTOP on this Sunday morning, it was a busy college football Saturday, but it's going to be very busy for the pros later today, including the Washington Commanders. Yes, it is Sunday one of the 2022 NFL season. Frank Hanrahan running it all down next. It is 2-13. As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends, look closer. Right in your community, there are youth who don't have the home, warmth, and healing you have. So, Look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Tonight, 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed. And tomorrow, they will wake up surrounded by love. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep 24 hours a day, seven days a week in sites across America to help them fulfill the great promise of their lives. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family, for families of all species, for beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families, for families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. There are more ways than ever to listen to WTOP on air, online, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. WTOP, Washington's top news, constantly updated, 24-7, 365.
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215 with Frank Hanrahan. Maryland Terps football improves to 2-0 after thrashing Charlotte 56-21. Virginia losers at Illinois 24-3. Virginia Tech was a winner over Boston College. Howard falls at South Florida. Georgetown loses to Lehigh. And Navy also a loser on Saturday at home to Memphis. Speaking of home, Commanders kicking off their NFL season on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nationals will try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon after losing to the Phillies 8-5. Joey Manessis, two-run homer for the Nationals in the loss. Bryce Harper had a two-run dinger for the Phillies. Orioles got thrashed by the Red Sox 17-4. Albert Pujols, homer number 696, moves into a tie for fourth all-time on the home run list. D.C. United draws 0-0 at Real Salt Lake and WSL. It was the Spirit beating San Diego 4-3 U.S. Open Women's Final. Iga Swiatek takes the title. Men's Final on Sunday, Kasparud versus Carlos Alcaraz from New York. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP after yesterday's proclamation of a new king. Attention in the U.K. turns to the upcoming state funeral for the late queen. Later this morning, the body of Queen Elizabeth will be taken from her Balmoral estate, where she died on Thursday to the Scottish capital of Edinburgh for a Monday service before returning to London. Their state funeral in London a week from tomorrow. CBS News reports a new grand jury subpoena, several new grand jury subpoenas dropping for several associates of former President Trump. This part of the investigation reportedly centering on fundraising activities by the Trump team and associates following the 2020 election. Ukrainian forces launch an offensive which apparently caught invading Russian forces flat-footed. Russia's defense ministry acknowledges that forces are pulling back in the eastern Kharkiv region after Ukraine defenders made significant advances. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 217. The Kennedy Center will be opening a new permanent exhibit that spotlights its namesake president. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. Deborah Rutter, president of the Kennedy Center, introduced the new interactive exhibit. President Kennedy said, I see little of more importance to the future of our country and our civilization than full recognition of the place of the artist. President John F. Kennedy's granddaughter, Rose Kennedy Schlossberg. While his spirit remains strong and present throughout the Kennedy Center, from artwork depicting his likeness to inspirational words that are etched on the walls outside, there has never been a place within the Kennedy Center to really learn about him until now. The exhibit will open September 17th. At the Kennedy Center, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8s, 218 with Carlos Ramirez in the Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Of course, we still have the closure on 295. That's both DC 295 and I-295. Basically, between the 11th Street Bridge and the Suitland Parkway, all lanes are blocked in both directions. You're going to want to follow police direction to get around this one. If anything, you're probably just going to have to bail out. Got a few options. Pennsylvania Avenue and the Suitland Parkway are probably going to be your best choices, depending on where you're headed. Southeast Southwest Freeway might be an option as well. Again, depends on where you're headed. If you're on the southbound side of 395, watch out for the accident scene that did happen just before uh, the ramp that takes you onto Glebe Road. Looking at the camera now, a single left lane is all that's getting by. Traffic getting by single file. Now, the lane is partially blocked as well, so they're kind of using a bit of the shoulder there. Just be 
be very, very careful as you make your way southbound. The delays do begin near the exit for the Pentagon, so do be aware of that as well. Stay left or opt for a different route. Maybe tonight is the night you use Route 1. If you're headed northbound on 395, things are quiet towards a 14th Street Bridge. 66, as always, has a few work zones, but for now, looks like all lanes are running smoothly, even if you only have a single lane. For example, like if you're headed westbound on 66 after Route 7, you just have that right lane getting by, but it gets by. You're okay. Headed eastbound after 234, the Prince William Parkway. They're blocking two lanes along the left-hand side. Then you may find them along the left near Route 50. I-95, completely up to speed from Fredericksburg to the Springfield Interchange. In Maryland, the southbound side of Branch Avenue, unfortunately, still dealing with the accident scene after Surratt's Road. Uh, looks like as of now, uh, it has updated. You may have two lanes blocked through that area. You may be, uh, you, you may find yourself under direction here if you're headed southbound after Surratt's Road. 50 looks good from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge. If you're headed westbound, you have two right lanes blocked on the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team for Samara Theodore, your Sunday forecast. Well, as we go through the second half of your weekend... We are tracking showers. Rain is likely on and off throughout the day. This could lead to isolated instances of flooding, so please be careful out there. Temperatures will be on the lower side, upper 70s for this afternoon. We will have a cooler day for your Sunday. Patchy fog is also a possibility. Now, rain actually lingers through your Sunday night and into your Monday, with shower chances on and off on Monday. High temperatures on Monday will work their way back into the low to mid-80s. Monday night, rain is likely, and we could see some showers Tuesday, but Tuesday will bring with it improving conditions. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Some more showers ready to creep up the I-95 corridor through Spotsylvania County in Virginia. 74 in Tysons. It's 76 in Crofton, Maryland. 74 downtown at Lafont Plaza brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Just ahead, a real-life Lord of the Rings. Sort of. It's 221. Children in poverty. Each one unique. Each one full of dreams. They're our hope. Our future. They're the reason Children International exists. And even when the whole world changed, the things that mattered most to us stayed the same. Giving children the tools they need to set their own goals and create futures free from poverty. I have enough healthy food. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. We've developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times, ensuring they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more so they can achieve their dreams. Learn more about Children International and join us at children.org slash help today. It's 222. Making your money go further is more important than ever. So Diamonds Direct's bringing back our most popular offer of the year. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Now for a limited time, you get the amazing value Diamonds Direct is known for and you can spread your payments over five years. Zero down, zero interest. A $6,000 diamond ring is just $100 a month. Don't miss this extraordinary offer going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details at Diamonds DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. 
You're listening to WTOP News. It's 223. Demand is skyrocketing for electric vehicles, in part to protect the environment. But the batteries that power EVs aren't always themselves sustainable. The solution may come from an unpredictable source, which is also really good with Old Bay. Here's WTOP's Neil Augenstein. That pile of shells from a crab feast could help power your future EV. University of Maryland researchers say they've made a biodegradable battery with a substance found in crab shells. The electrolyte, which shuttles ions back and forth between positive and negative terminals, can be made from the skeletons of crab, shrimp, and lobsters. The battery would also use zinc instead of lithium since zinc is far more biodegradable. Researchers say in the future, they hope all components and batteries will be biodegradable. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Should D.C. get rid of tips? A judge's ruling will let voters decide that. Ruling that Initiative 82 will be on D.C.'s November ballot. Now, if it passes, employers would have to start paying workers the city's minimum wage, which will rise to about $16 an hour. By 2027, supporters are celebrating, saying everyone should be paid a full minimum wage by a, by a full wage, I should say, by their employers. But opponents say passage of the measure will make it harder for independent restaurants to stay in business. 224 and two wheelers were the rule of the road in the district on Saturday for the D.C. bike ride. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser led 9,000 other riders out for the carefree fun without worrying about cars. I love the crowds. I love just all the fun, the vibe, the, the happiness and being out here. It would be great if we made this a car-free city. But And most rode normal street or racing bikes. There were some recumbent bikes, tandems, even a big wheel penny farthing cycle. It looks like it's from the 1800s. I have a collection of bicycles, and this is the only one I ride. But it is so fun. Greg Edwards from Herndon rode it for the 20 miles. People stare at me, you know? People wave. I make friends. On the National Mall, Luke Luker, WTOP News. Any farthings are very interesting, though you need a bucket truck to get into them. It's 225. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Erica Herskowitz. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Imagine being able to afford a billion-dollar passion project. There's some good in this world, Mr. Farrell. And it's worth fighting for. Well, some might say that's exactly what Amazon's new Lord of the Rings prequel, The Rings of Power, is to Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. He is a big uh, Tolkien superfan himself, and he was very involved in the beginning pushing Amazon to pay $250 million just for the rights um, to make five seasons. Bloomberg Entertainment editor Felix Gillette says the project has been a major focus of Bezos for quite some time. He wanted Amazon to have something huge, that was a global event um, that would cross culture, that could help Amazon Prime make inroads into all these different countries around the world. And when all is said and done, the price tag of the Rings of Power is expected to cost Amazon over a billion dollars, making it quite possibly the most expensive show ever. Must have the precious. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. Attention in the United Kingdom, turning back to the late Queen Elizabeth II and preparations for her state funeral. Details ahead. It's 226. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer.